Well, I, don't, I just don't I'm even just get laughing. it. I'm just laughing. Go ahead. Why are you laughing? Okay. Welcome back to The Watch List with Patty and Bill. Make sure you check out all of our past episodes of The Watch List with Patty and Bill by going to thewatchlistpod.com. You can engage with us on social media at symbol pirate Alice, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at symbol the watch list pod, and uh, hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcast, pretty please. And if you just happen to listen to us on Apple, please give us a five-star review. We would appreciate that. So the first little mini review I have, unless you've been living under a rock, did you sign up for a Threads account? No, no, I just don't have the brain capacity for yet another uh, social media platform. <laughs> Nor do I have the time to keep going, popping from one to one, because, I mean, I got TikTok, and when I go there, like, five hours of my life just disappear. Mm, yeah, easily, easily. So I don't want another source for losing hours of my life well or potentially if you... losing hours of my life let's put it that way potentially <laughs> losing hours of my life if you were ever on twitter before oh, that I was. elon I musk was. yeah and so was i but way back in the day i'm talking like over 13 14 years I ago i was unemployed when i was on the twitters ah uh, you know there was a time and a space for it all and... day long was the time and space because I was unemployed. <laughs> well, I remember being at a schmoozy boozy one night and there was one point where somebody would get up to speak and then all of us were instantly checking our phones. Oh, God. And it was at that point that all of us had seen on Twitter a piece of news. I can't remember what the piece of news was mm -hmm. or whatever it was. But I was like, damn, that's the power of Twitter, that an entire room could be notified basically instantly hmm. but you know elon musk took over oh, turned it into shit up, man. Yeah. you know he fucked the shit out of it and then was surprised that a lot of his employees went over to meta and created you know threads uh, uh, uh. meta says they did those twitter employees former twitter employees were not on the development team for threads true let's, let's just right. say that because yeah. yeah, we don't want to get sued. We don't want, no, we don't want to help Musk sue anybody. That's true. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Elon Musk. Fuck you, Musk. Fuck you. Dick. But I signed up for it thinking, mm. oh my God, I'll get in on the ground floor and I'll have a million thread followers. This no, is great. I, I've got 27. <laughs> yeah, you won't. You won't. <laughs> you won't have any. I even pandered and put a picture of, of JJ, our cute little dog Aww, on there. Yeah, you got to put dogs on there. But as of now, you can't hashtag, so nobody can find anything oh, as far yeah. as I know. Mm -hmm. So if you've already got a million followers, you just tell them to start following you on threads, and then yeah. you instantly have a million followers. Yeah, that's what everybody's been doing. I've got 27 followers. I'll mm -hmm. probably cap out around the same that I have on, you know, uh, Instagram. Okay. But, eh. Oh, the early days of Twitter were was great for me. I, I mean, I was unemployed, yeah. but... I met a lot of people, like local Chicago people. We'd do tweet-ups, and I made yep, some good ups, friends yeah. that I still talk to today. And it was cool. It was great. But I'm just, I just, 
I can't. I can't do another one. Well, I got off social media like 13, 14 years ago because it was just too much. Mm -hmm. I wanted to go live life and not try to experience and log life mm -hmm. through a computer. So anywho. Yeah. But I got back on it figuring, you know what? Increased exposure, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So. I have. Another. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I, I wanted to, I just wanted to say that you've seen The Bear, right? Oh, yeah. I've been watching The Bear. I have a quick mention of an episode of The Bear. So go ahead. Okay. N no, I don't want you to mention anything because we just picked it up. Oh, I'm, um, I'm not going to like spoil it. I'm just going to say I managed to get to season two. Episode six. Nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> episode six of season two called Fishes. Holy shit, that episode is brilliant. That's the one with Jamie Lee Curtis. That's in the one with right? Jamie Lee Curtis. Bob Odenkirk is in it too. It is like, fuck. Okay. I don't get anxious ever. I have no anxiety. I'm like so laid back, I might as well be sleeping. But this episode, it's a family dinner. So the chaos of it had me like. I don't know if I can keep watching this. I need to like turn it off and do a unicorn chaser and come back to it later because this is like freaking me the fuck. I just uh overload of just so much, so much. Oh my god. Well, that's I felt, that's okay. how well and how well done, how well acted and written and just everything yeah. about that episode is so amazing. Well, you had reviewed it a while ago. I reviewed the show. I had only seen season one. At that. Right. And that was just yes, last episode, by the way. And and that that stuck it in my brain, but shout out to Terry. Hey, Terry. Hey, Terry. Uh, she said, you have to watch The Bear. You, uh, yes, people you know, have to she, watch she, this. This is so She good. binged the, the entire first season, and now she's done with binging season two. Oh, I'm, I'm going slow and now with season two because I hit this fishes, and I'm like, oh, I need to savor the rest of these episodes. But I the need to well, savor. But the episode for me like that was episode seven of season one, where it's that horrible day in the kitchen where everything goes wrong. Like their order yes, machine yes. was left yeah. on. Oh, and my all God. That stuff. Yes. That is the you want to talk about a restaurant, man. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. that. It it. it it created such an anxiety, not a, not a true anxiety, please. Mm -hmm. I am not likening it to true anxiety mm -hmm. but it cre it did so well in creating chaos this is what can happen and it's amazing it is so it so people if you are not watching the bear you should be watching the bear yes i am on that bandwagon the, now because the shit I is good and, and that is why i i just wanted to mention it first and get it out of the way because you were right, Terry was right, and if you're out there and people are saying you need to watch The Bear, believe me, they are right also, and you should be. Yeah. It is on FX, but you can stream it on Hulu. Yeah, and you could get all the se both seasons. Yes. There. So Hulu. do it, because yeah. it's awesome. And I'm sorry, you were about to say. I was going to mention The Bear, Fish's episode. Also, the new season of The Witcher has come out. We, or the we first haven't started half of that the yet. New season of the Witcher. Right. 
I had it on as background noise. It worked pretty well as background noise. I probably want to go back and actually pay attention now to what was going on, but mm-hmm. I just had something on, um, thinking maybe I could, maybe I could pay more attention. But yeah, no. I. It's not that I. I'm. I'm not. Not in an intelligent man. Oh my God! I can't even make that sentence <laughs> sound good to make it sound. I am a smart man, Jenny. Um, what? But watching season one was a mind fuck because of how they deal with time. Yeah, it's all timey wimey. Yeah, it's all timey wimey. But it's good that way. Yeah, because when you yes. realize what they're doing, you're like, oh, that's what they were doing. Okay, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. What I have a problem with is sticking to characters and time and all that stuff. So when I'm watching it, I'm watching it sheerly for the entertainment value. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like the women are beautiful. Henry Cavill is beautiful. Indeed, there's some like hocus pocus shit going on. Monsters, yeah, rawr, and it's fun. and it's great, and it's kind yeah. of a fun show. We haven't cracked open season four yet. Season four, part one, or season yeah, three, that's part the one, one that just hit. I think right, yeah. the one that just dropped. Uh, just because we've got other shows going on. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, maybe when here. we're done with the bear, which should be sometime soon. Yeah. Then we'll probably crack open the Witcher. So, how many things do you have? This I week? just have two things. I'm All keeping right. it short. I'm keeping it short too. I've got, uh, well, I've got one more half mention, and then I have two things. All right, do your other half mention. All right, so the other half mention is uh, season four, which is the final season of Jack Ryan, debuted on Amazon Prime. Okay. I'll tell you what, talk about a show you kind of need to pay attention to. Yeah. You kind of need to pay attention to Jack Ryan. There may be a point in this season where you where you can go on autopilot and it becomes more action, but you need to pay attention to the players and episode one. I think we did the first two episodes of of Jack Ryan. It's good. Oh, you. If love you have it. not gotten on the Jack Ryan train, I love the Jack Ryan train. John Krasinski is fucking great in it. But pay attention. Okay. Because that's the only thing I was like, all right, who said that? What the fuck happened in season three? Oh, I don't if quite I have remember. to remember past seasons, that's so hard for me. Well, <laughs> unless I'm binging, that gets really hard for me. But I think it also does a good job of picking up. Okay. Where you don't have to watch it. Okay. It kind of half explains it to the point where if you're just watching this, I think you'll be fine. But season four, which is the final season of Jack Ryan, debuted on Amazon Prime. All right. My first thing is on Peacock. It is a movie called Meet Cute. It stars Pete Davidson and Kaylee Cuoco. So Kaylee Cuoco has a really bad day and she's like depressed and like ready to just end it all. But she wants to end it all with at least looking good. So she goes to a salon to get her nails done and discovers there's this tanning bed that is also a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Um, I can hang on to this. You can go anywhere in time, but you can only spend 24 hours there. Okay. So you could go back, uh, I don't know, to the 50s and spend an hour watching TV or something. Whatever. You know, you only get, or not an hour, you only get 24 hours. So she goes back a day, and she meets Pete Davidson at this bar, and they hit it off, 
And they spend the whole rest of the night together talking, going out to eat, and just really bonding. And then her 24 hours is up. And she decides she's going to go back to that same day and relive that day again because she finally feels happy. Well, she does this for over a year. Going back to the same bar, meeting Pete Davidson again, doing the same thing, that same date, night, over and over, to where she, like, has a break from reality, and she's, like, a fucking weird-ass stalker now. Pete Davidson doesn't remember her, because she's going back in time. And I have to say, I this movie, for the, the premise of this time machine tanning bed that gives you a day to go back in time really could have been done a whole lot better. I'm not mm. saying that Kaylee Cuoco is a bad actress or that I absolutely hate Pete Davidson because he's not so terrible. Eh. But this just, it falls really flat and it's mm. it's not that good. I'd, I wouldn't I would say do not watch Meet Cute because there's 8 million other things out there that are way better. Ah, all right. I mean, it's it's a romance, but not really because she's like a, a weirdo. Like, she'll go back into his timeline to try and change him because she's bored with the same date all the time. Well, it's going to be the same date because you're doing the same day over and over. Why don't you let the next day happen? And see if you're still, you know, feeling the same way with him. But she mm. can't get out of it because of her depression, whatever. Oh, she also has to kill herself at the start of her going back 24 hours. Like, the what? other yeah. her. The other her. So that there's yeah, no, sorry. like, you know, fracture of the universe or whatever. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's, it's messed up. It is messed right. up. So, when you were saying this, it reminded me of that really awesome... Kristen Malati, Andy Samberg. That is um, like brilliant. Thing. Yes, that yeah, is way that, better. This is really sh a shitty version of that. Right. So if you really want to watch something cool, it's called Palm Springs. Yes. And that is on Hulu. Yes. Last time I checked. I think so. Uh, watch that. Yeah. If you watch want that. something timey wimey, but and it's a and it's a dramedy. Seriously. Mm -hmm. But if you want to see something that sounds like it's more better to watch than it is way better to watch than this right. meet cute on right. Peacock. Don't don't watch meet cute on Peacock. All right, all right. So the first thing that I have, and our friend Suzanne, shout out to Suzanne. <laughs> we always talk reality shows, uh -huh. and 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 I say to her, I'm not so much into reality shows. But I'll tell you what, I got fucking hooked on Booked, First Day In. <laughs> what is this about? It, 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 okay, first of all, it's on A&E. And it follows arrested individuals through the booking process. So you're just arrested and you go to jail. You're fingerprinted and you're sitting there waiting to be either bailed out or left in jail overnight or whatever. And it's a variety of offenses, but the, the really, really, really powerful thing about this show is that it shows you the consequences of being picked up for drunk driving mm. or arson or something like that. You will go to jail 
And this is what happens when you go to jail. Mm. You know, there's this one, it looks like a teenage girl, like 19 or so. Her parents are about to leave her in there Uh to teach her a lesson. But then some boyfriend or dude shows up and bails her out at the end of the night because you only get so many hours for somebody to come and bail you out before you're stuck in there for at least a night. But she says at the end, my lesson is learned. I am never coming back to this joint. And I believe that that is true. So, yes, it's interesting to watch the reality of this, but it is truly, like, fucked up. And I don't know why it was appealing to me, but <laughs> it appealed to me. So booked first day in on A&E. If you are looking for something to throw on and 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 have either in the background or you really want to watch it, I liked it. Okay. I, I absolutely liked it. So there A&E. you go. Okay. Neat. Uh, so my last thing is a movie from 2008. It's a Korean movie. Go figure. It's... What? Yeah. It's on Vicky, and I... Uh, and Google tells me it's also on Tubi, so you could watch it for free, maybe, with ads. What? Okay. Yeah. It stars uh, my guy Cho Sung-woo. He was in the lawyer cop show with one of the first, earliest um, uh, K-dramas I watched called Stranger, which is a really good lawyer cop show on netflix he was also the star of divorce attorney shin and he was in the timey-wimey series called sisyphus the myth and he's he's actually like a a stage musical star as well as a tv and movies which is kind of neat um but he is the lead role in this go go 70s um so in the 1970s south korea the government was like a military dictatorship But also during that time, in regards to culture, it was like a time of upheaval and the young people wanted to have more fun and get into stuff like rock and roll music. So after wandering a bunch of these shabby clubs on a U.S. military base, singing country music, dressing the part with cowboy hats and everything, um, the lead vocalist, Sang-Q, he takes his guys to another U.S. GI military club that's more frequented by the African-American soldiers. And they hear this band doing like bluesy soul music, but not really doing a very good job of it. Like their lead singer kind of blows. But that gets that they like the soul music and he wants to form a new band with these guys. So a fight breaks out in the bar. Our guy, thank uh, you, climbs on stage and start with his band members who take over the drummer position and stuff. And the whole group of them now become a new band. And he starts singing, um, I'm a soul man or something like that. Or maybe it's Mustang Sally. One of those songs. And he is like a really good singer. And the fight kind of stops as they get into this new band that they've formed. Well, they decide to call themselves the devil. And they join this uh, song, like a band contest, a contest of the bands. In Seoul, the city Seoul. The people there aren't quite into soul music yet, but after getting into like this underground rock and roll circuit and finding their their groove, like the kids love them. They become the biggest thing ever. But at the same time, the government 
start shutting down clubs and enforcing these like anti-debauchery kind of rules or laws they make the guys cut their hair and and they made a list of all these songs that are prohibited and banned and uh, they do one final concert and this was a really fun movie to watch the songs are really good there's a whole lot more going on in there a whole lot more drama and a lot more fun stuff to watch and the the actual performance scenes are really a lot of fun too like them playing the band and being really weird as the devils and traveling Korea to get gigs and that kind of thing. And just learning okay. more about 1970s Korea because I don't I don't know any I didn't know the history of that. And where is uh, you this said is it's on, on Vicky, Vicky but uh, uh, Google tells me it's also on Tubi. Okay. So sticking with the movie theme or the music theme, I watched Wham. I did too. <laughs> On Netflix, and I fucking loved it. It was really good. I <laughs> I loved every minute of it. Hearing both Andrew Ridgely and George Michael talking through this was kind yes. of a shocker because you know, uh, but George archival, dead. yeah, exactly, archival footage yeah. of his him being interviewed or something is great. What what and and you touched on something that I was gonna I was gonna mention. This isn't a talking head kind of movie. No, people. Not at all. it is a documentary about Wham. The first thing you need to know, though, it is just about Wham. Yes. It leads up to George Michael going off on his own, but that's where it stops. This is all about the genesis of the friendship between George Michael and Andrew Ridgely, the creation of Wham. And then the end of Wham. The second thing is it is narrated by Andrew Ridgely and George Michael. So you're hearing it from them. Yeah. That was cool. And it sound it, it, it was very cool. And I was like, how the fuck was this movie in development for years and they just got this done? Yeah, that's what I thought too. I had to Google it. But I kid you not, it is fun as shit. Mm-hmm. It, I, I enjoyed so much listening to the music parts of it, hearing the original demo tape for Careless Whisperer. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> um, which was neat. But the remastered videos for Careless Whisperer and seeing some of Last Christmas and all that stuff, if you like Wham! and you like George Michael the way I do... I, I have long loved George Michael and his music, so I don't give a shit. If you don't, I do, so whatever. Watch this documentary. It just came out. It's an hour and 35 minutes. Yeah, it's not a long thing at all. It is not a long thing at all. And it actually takes you through a little bit of the business of music. I I I, I cannot say enough about this. I can't rate, wait to rewatch it. Yeah, I'm going to rewatch it too. I there's a lot I didn't know about Wham. Like I had no idea mm. that the press was slamming them thinking they're too pretty to be decent musicians and all this. Mm-hmm. I had no clue this that was going on cuz at the time I was a teenager and I just liked the songs. Well, I didn't yeah. know that in the UK press, Andrew Ridgely was the sexy one. Yeah. He's the one being reported about all the time right? with girls right? and everything. I know. Like, like what, what the hell? The hell? Uh, and I didn't realize he was actually a decent musician because all the stories I heard was George Michael is the one carrying Wham and his friend is along for the ride. 
That's what yeah, the no, story I was told, but not at all. Not at all. Not at all. And the other thing that that is amazing, and I and I don't want to give any more of this away, but they were genuinely friends. Yeah, which they is were great. best friends, mm-hmm. and they were best friends since they were kids. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a group that's kind of thrown together and manufactured and they just happen to have chemistry. They met when they were when they were uh, 11, was it 11 and 12 respectively? Maybe. I forget. Something like that, either 9 or 10 or or whatever. They met when they were kids. Instant lifelong friendship. Mm-hmm. And it it was just cool and you can see that come through in the documentary how much of a really good time they were having just living their dream together. So if you are an, if you like 80s music at all, especially 80s pop music, watch Wham. It just dropped on Netflix. It, it's awesome. Loved it, loved it, loved it. I highly recommend it, too. <sighs> That's it. That's it. Nice short show this week. Yeah. Look at that. We get you out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow, make sure. um, What's going to be my question this week? I don't know. Uh, Oh, well, well, all right. So, like, reach out to us. Are you going to thread? Ah, yes. I want to know if you're going to have a thread account. Because I'm looking at this shit, and they're saying that the threads account now is only the first iteration of threads. Oh, yeah. It's just the first version. So, because I look at it and like, this is a confusing fucking mess, but looking at what's supposed to be coming, it's going to get better. Okay. Because I did notice that right away, they, that they don't have hashtags at all. Mm-hmm. You can't do any of that. You can only at somebody. Okay. Because, you know, me, I'm looking for a million thread subscribers mm-hmm. and I got 27. <laughs> whatever. Are you going to thread? Let us know. Go to thewatchlistpod.com, click on the contact us button. Or go to at symbol pirate Alice, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at symbol the watchlist pod on your socials and let us know. And do you like Wham? I love Wham. Let us know if you like Wham. <laughs> anyway. Oh, All right. funny. I ah uh, I saw the trailer for that a few weeks ago and I was like, I can't fucking wait for this movie and it was well worth it. Oh yeah. It really was. And it's interesting. The best things that I'm watching right now are The Bear and Wham. And it, they couldn't be more opposite each other. <laughs> I'm watching Wham but... and Korean shows and movies. So, yeah. <laughs> totally <laughs> opposite. All right, folks. Have an awesome day. Have an awesome week. Hit the subscribe button. Tell a friend about us. Tell them to hit that subscribe button, and um, we will talk to you next time after we find more good shit to watch or bad shit to tell you about. Okay, Okay, bye. bye.